the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, it's not all over but the shouting, because I'm sure there'll be more shouting unless Tim Ryan gets laryngitis between now and the midterm election. But it's kind of all over but the voting. Uh, What has happened already in the campaign for U.S. Senate between J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan will continue until November the 8th. But really now we stand by and wait and see who have they convinced and who will be voting for whom. And who will represent Ohio as the successor to Rob Portman in the U.S. Senate? We will discuss debate number two between Vance and Ryan last night in Youngstown here on a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Boy, do we have news about the Hilliard Teachers Association and how upset they are with three Board of Education members, particularly two newly elected Board of Education members, Uh, who were elected in the fall because people wanted conservative members on the board, and teachers associations don't like conservative members on the board. Uh, We got them in Big Walnut. We got them in UA. We got them in Dublin. Parents are starting to realize and are starting to vote to get the wokeism out of schools, and the teachers association, they're going to fight it because darkness hates light. And conservative board members bring light to the situation. So we will discuss that today. We've got some inside knowledge on that one. And it does not make the teachers look good because, of course, they are not good, at least when they are represented by their loud, exaggerating union members. And we'll have Mike Gallagher on the show at a quarter after 12, eh, 12, 18, if you want to be precise, as we have the Battleground Talkers Tour coming up Friday night at Genoa Christian Fellowship in Westerville. You can get free tickets at 989theanswer.com, theanswerdayton.com. You can also get VIP tickets when you use my promo code BRUCE25. All right, last night in the belly of the Mahoning Valley Beast, where Tim Ryan has represented the people for the last two decades in Congress, the Democrat who doesn't want to admit he's a Democrat, who wants you to believe he's not just a moderate but an independent, Tim Ryan stood next to J.D. Vance, the Hillbilly Elegy author, the former U.S. Marine, venture capitalist, and guy who won a crowded Republican primary, largely because Donald Trump endorsed him. It was a teensy bit more contentious than the first debate a week ago. I thought Vance did even better than he did a week ago because he brought out some new things that I had not heard him talk about. Ryan was... Still not very polished, not very conversational, appeared to be grasping at times. Each man was given two minutes to sum up their case. Uh, Here is J.D. Vance's closing argument 
for being the senator from the state of Ohio. My simple argument is, is this, that Tim Ryan's had his chance. He's been in office for 20 years. He's passed five pieces of legislation. Three of those legis- pieces of legislation were in renaming post offices in the Youngstown area. Whenever I'm up here in the Mahoning Valley, I'm constantly approached by people who tell me that Tim Ryan has failed them and Tim Ryan has failed to do his job. I think it's really simple here. We need to go in a different direction in this country, and I make a few commitments to you about what you and your family deserve. Number one, I think your family deserves to go to the grocery store and not have it break the bank, not have it ruin your bank account because you want to buy a nice meal for your kids to have on a Friday night. Number two, I think you deserve a country with a border, and I think you deserve leadership who don't call you racist for thinking that you should deserve a country with a border. I believe that you should be able to walk down your streets in safety. I believe you should be able to take your children downtown for dinner without being mugged or without being carjacked. I believe in Ohio's energy sector and a guy who thinks that we should ban gas-powered cars, as as Bernie Sanders and Tim Ryan argued just a couple of years ago, doesn't deserve to represent this great state and most importantly doesn't deserve to represent its people. My argument here is I want you to have a better life. And I think you're not going to get a better life from federal leadership until we take this country in a different direction. Joe Biden has had his chance. Did the policies work? Nancy Pelosi had her chance. Did the policies work? Tim Ryan's had his chance for 20 years, and I think we need to take this country and this state in a different direction. But to get there, to do anything worth doing, I need your help and I need your support, and I'd be honored to have it. God bless you guys and have a good night. Uh, That was pretty impressive. To me, he crammed in a lot of themes in two minutes. You start with the record of Tim Ryan. He's been here 20 years. He's passed five pieces of legislation. Three of them are procedural nothings, naming post offices. That's why we need a new guy. That's why you should consider voting for me. Here's what I'm committed to. I'm committed to the number one thing that everybody is worried about today. I'm committed to getting inflation under control. You cannot afford to feed your family the way you used to. Everything is more expensive. I talked yesterday about how at the grocery store we go to, potato chips have doubled in price. Does it feel to you like food prices are up just 13%? It doesn't feel that way to us. I can tell you it does not feel that way to the Hooley family. It feels like food prices are up as much as 50% of the things that we buy. And we're not buying a lot of luxuries. We can't afford to buy a lot of luxuries. Then J.D. Vance talked about the border still under the umbrella of here's what your family deserves. You deserve to be able to buy food for your family. You deserve not to have to worry about fentanyl coming across the border, not to worry about illegal aliens coming to your community and engaging in criminal activity. Oh, and speaking of criminal activity, you deserve safe streets because not everybody who's committing crimes is an illegal alien, but there is a lot of crime on our streets. We have four teenagers, three 17 years old, another 13 years old, murdered in Columbus this past week. The news stations won't tell you murdered. I noticed today in the stories I read about it, they say they died from gun violence. Four teenagers have died from gun violence in the last week. You know what that means? That means they've been murdered. That's what it means. And if you don't want your child to be one of those who's murdered, then you ought to consider voting for J.D. Vance because the policies that have allowed crime to proliferate in our country Our democratic policies, defund the police, no cash bail. Tim Ryan is on the record, I can play you tape, being in favor of both. 
And then J.D. Vance talked about Ohio energy. If we use all the Ohio energy we have and use all the Pennsylvania energy and all the energy elsewhere in Oklahoma and other places, we could get our gas prices down. That would help inflation. It would give you a better life. He talked about taking the country in a different direction because the direction it's been going has been a direction ruled by the White House under Joe Biden, the Senate under Chuck Schumer, the House under Nancy Pelosi, and Tim Ryan votes with all of them 100% of the time. And then J.D. Vance said, and that's why I hope you'll vote for me. Okay, now here's Tim Ryan's closing case, all right? We see a lot of uh, important things happen on TV that are culture, uh, culturally related. And people ask me all the time, why do you talk about jobs all the time? What would you say? And I said, let me tell you about my grandfather. My grandfather was a steel worker in Niles, Ohio, for 40 years. He worked 40 days, 40 hours a week, five days a week. And he was able, because he had a good job, he was able to give back. He was the lead usher at 1045 Mass at Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church. He ran the beer tent at the summer festival because he had a good job. And he was able to give back and participate in the civic life of our community. Because he had a good job, he said, you always got to vote for the school levies, you got to vote for the police and fire levies, you got to vote for the library levies, mental health levies, because that's what helps build a strong community, right? That's why we've got to get these good paying jobs back at Ultima, the electric vehicles, the two natural gas power plants, a billion dollars a piece, all of the stuff that we've been doing downtown in Youngstown and more. These communities were boarded up 20 years ago. We've worked hard, Democrats, Republicans, independents, to bring economic development back here. And it's a shame that someone running for Senate wants to come to Youngstown and trash all the hard work that we've done together over the last 20 years. And we've got to do the kind of things that my grandfather did, give back, serve, but it starts with a good-paying job, rebuilding the great American middle class, getting rid of these bad trade deals, cutting taxes for workers, making sure we dominate the industries of the future, manufacturing of cars and trucks and electric vehicles and tractors and batteries, going all in on natural gas so that we can make sure we reduce costs for manufacturers here. We've got a bright future. I've been here my whole life. I never left. I didn't abandon this place and go for higher, greener pastures in San Francisco and then come back and want to parachute in with $55 million of out-of-state money from the biggest corporations in the entire country, the ones that ship the jobs overseas. I'm here. I'm going to stay here. I'd appreciate your vote. Go to timforoh.com. Chip in a few bucks because we're getting our money from the people, and I will be your senator when I get there. I will be your senator when I get there. Yes, you will. So will anybody who wins the election. Uh, I love that he ended with a fundraising appeal. Typical Democrat. I want your money. Give me your money. Let me spend your money. Uh, the summary I would give of the Tim Ryan closing is, vote for me because Grandpa was a good guy. And I'm glad his grandpa was a good guy. And jobs are very important. But the Mahoning Valley has lost 50,000 manufacturing jobs since Tim Ryan went to the Senate. And it's interesting, he started with culture wars and then quickly went to jobs because Democrats don't want to talk about culture wars because people don't like culture wars. So in Tim Ryan's wrap-up last night, his two-minute case to Ohio voters, he started with, you know, a lot of people talk about cancel culture, and they ask me why I talk so much about jobs. 
Democrats don't talk about cancel culture because it was a weapon that they invented, one that they hoped would lead to more power, more prominence, more prestige for them. And it turns out that almost all conservatives and a lot of Democrats don't like cancel culture. They don't like presentism where, oh, we're going to tear down a statue of George Washington or Thomas Jefferson because, I mean, they held slaves. Yeah, but everybody had slaves back then. But if I were there, I wouldn't have held slaves. I would have been better, and they should have been better, and they should have known better. If they were great men, they would know better. Hence, we have to bring the statue down. Or, you know, the Me Too movement starts, and it consumes everyone, not just the guilty, but those rumored to be guilty. Cancel culture makes its way into the Obama administration, where if you're a male college student and a female college student uh, accuses you of sexual assault, oh, you're not allowed to face your accuser, you're not given due process. Cancel culture manifested itself in a lot of ways, and the more that it manifested itself, the more people on both sides of the aisle realize that's not good for our country, and that's not healthy. So Tim Ryan mentions cancel culture, and then he's like, I'm not going to talk about cancel culture because it's a weapon that his party tried, his party invented, and it backfired. So he talks about jobs. Okay, we're all in agreement that jobs are necessary. And he tells this folksy story about his grandpa who ran the beer tent and went to, you know, mass every week and all this kind of stuff. And did you notice? Did you notice in the tales of Timmy Ryan's grandpa that he snuck in there a little... Shout out to the teachers' unions that Grandpa told him, always vote for the school levies. <laughs> always vote for the school levies, Grandpa said. Yeah. Got your back, NEA. Got your back, Randy Weingarten. Okay, so nobody denies jobs are important. Then Tim Ryan says, we've got to rebuild the great American middle class. Okay. Why does it need to be rebuilt? It was built. How did it not get built? How did it get unbuilt? How did it get torn down? What was the great American middle class like during the four years of Trump's presidency? How was it doing? My recollection is the great American middle class was coming back. Jobs were up. We put tariffs on foreign goods. We had companies bringing their money back to the United States. We had a robust economy and then COVID. And who pushed extended COVID lockdowns. Hey, I'll admit, Trump, his biggest failure as president, was not to press through what would have been constant shouting about how suicidal he was for all of America if he had said, we are not locking down our economy. We are not shutting down our economy. We are going to have to keep our economy rolling. That's his biggest failure. It's a failure anybody would have fall, befall, befallen anybody. And Jane Fonda said it, COVID's the greatest, God's greatest gift ever to Democrats. It's the only thing that could have taken down the Trump presidency. Not even his mean tweets, not even his orange man bad act. None of that would have taken down his presidency without COVID. But COVID's been over for a while. Even Biden says COVID's over. And the American middle class, well, it needs to be rebuilt. But who knocked the kneecaps out from under the American middle class? Who stopped domestic energy so every good going to market had to cost more for transportation costs? That was the Democratic Party. Who borrowed incessantly and printed money 
with a $1.4 trillion American rescue plan that wasn't needed. You know what was needed when Joe Biden took presidency? Don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. There are vaccines. There are therapeutics. There's an additional year of knowledge on COVID. The economy is ready to roar back. Don't spend money. Don't spend money. We've given away too much money with stimulus. We know why we did it, but don't give away any more money. But instead, it's no fun when things roar back if your fingerprints aren't on the things as they roar back because Trump's fingerprints would have been on it. And that, that is a fate the Democrats could not abide. No, no, they had to put their fingerprints on everything. They were like a kid in a Hummel figurine store. You're saying, don't touch anything. We can't afford to break it. And they're going, no, I look at this. It's neat. And I want to touch this and this and this and this. They're like a kid at home after you clean the lower front window pane. What do they do? They go over and they put their palms on it right away. That's Joe Biden and the Democrats. So, yeah, he's right. The American middle class has to be rebuilt. What he leaves out, what Tim Ryan leaves out is the policies I voted for. Every single time, not even AOC has voted with Joe Biden 100% of the time, but Tim Ryan has. Do you think AOC is a moderate? Do you think AOC is independent? She's independent of common sense, yes, but she's not an independent. Tim Ryan votes with Joe Biden more often than Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And now he wants you to give him more power. He wants to go from being one of 435 to being one of 100. It's ridiculous. He does not deserve a promotion. As J.D. Vance said, Tim Ryan does not deserve a promotion. Now, don't feel bad for him because you know how the system works. If he loses, he's going to become a lobbyist. He's going to make even more money than he would make as a senator. So he's going to be just fine. It's one of the despicable realities of our political system is that the Peter principle applies always. And what is the Peter principle? That you fail up. How many people in politics continue to fail up? Well, he's been in Congress for 20 years. You know, it's probably about time he runs for senator. Probably about time he runs for governor. People rise to the level of their incompetence, and then once they reach the level of their incompetence, and Tim Ryan reached it a long time ago, we don't get rid of them. Is Anthony Fauci still in charge of all this stuff in Washington? Yes. Is Rochelle Walensky? We get rid of her? Do we get rid of Peter Daszak? Do we get rid of Francis Collins? No. Do we fire anybody? Has Biden fired any economic advisors? Is Ron Klain still his chief of staff? They all rise to the level of their incompetence, and then they sit there forever until they run for something bigger and better. That's Tim Ryan. I don't know if J.D. Vance is going to be a fantastic senator or not, but I know he'll be a better senator than Tim Ryan. Though he has my unequivocal support, because I'd rather vote for Vance, who said he was wrong on Trump, than vote for Ryan, who thinks he's right all the time. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.